second D.O.P. Make sure USD Got them NFTs Don't want me 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 I've been running streets I just beep 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 Alright, what's good NFT City? It's your boy Chris Coming at you guys with another episode of the NFT City Podcast As usual, I got my boys How you feeling today, Dom? Yo, NFT City was good Yo, I feel great, bro Another episode I'm excited Episode 12 So we keep it moving Yeah, bro And we got a special guest This time Not just one Oh, and who would that be? Ooh, you got Smooth coming back with a two peat. He coming back on a on, on a podcast, and as always, our Jamie, Young Atiati himself, bro. How y'all doing? We good, we good, man. You know, we in the same household, chilling, chilling, and looking at these uh, moments and getting ready to discuss all these moments with you guys. You know, join our night. How are you? What's good, fellas? It's, I'm happy to be working again and making it happen. So let's get this going tonight. Perfect, perfect. You know, as usual, you know, we kind of come or kind of cover, you know, weekly office hours news. And again, nobody better to explain this than Dom. Oh yeah, it's my thing. It's my thing. Let me go. Um, <laughs> let's see. So May seventh, we had an office hours, and it didn't get updated or uploaded to YouTube for a while. So. You know, we bring it, bringing the details to you today. Uh, I think it's one of the better ones, to be honest with you. So um, I think the first thing they announced was that uh, the most exciting thing they announced was that the next cool cat is going to be Ben Simmons. And honestly, again, if you're on the Twitter, you probably knew already. Um, you know, ben, ben, you know, the master challenge, the cool cat master challenge is coming up. So uh, or is ending soon. So we got. Cool cast Ben Simmons next. And after that, they confirmed that there's going to be one more. And that's it. So we finally get to see the ending of this Cool Cat Master Challenge and see what LaMelo moment they won't pick. And if my memory serves me right, y'all two got a little wager that ends with some wings and some drinks. So I ain't going to let that one go. But we, yeah, we, we're going to be finding out pretty soon what LaMelo moment it is. Damn, bro. Uh, to be honest, I remember saying bunch, and I don't know about drinks, but <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm yeah. confident on my answer, though. Bro, I can't, how you gonna how you gonna take down them wings? You gonna choke on them? No, you gotta drink some, bro. Get free water and shit. Fuck out of here. Yo, so for those that don't uh, remember, or may, maybe missed out on the episode, um, we kind of threw out some guesses on what the master challenge Lamelo Ball moment was gonna be. And I think, I think you remember what you said. Uh, what you thought it was? I said it was gonna be a play against his brother, like a one v one like play. Okay. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a nice three pointer. Uh, uh, Lamelo gets on Lonzo in that first game they had together. So I, after I saw that, I was like, "Oh, you lost, Chris." And then Chris, what, what did uh, what was your moment? What were you saying? I think I said it was gonna be kind of like a combo, you know, assist with uh, with Bridges, bro. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. There's so a I few of those, right? Point. There's a few of them already. Yeah, that's why I'm almost kind of like, damn, which one is it going to be? And again, like, like I know previously you had said that they already kind of picked out the moment, but you know what it is, bro. He's a walking highlight reel, bro. So, you know, with the what's left of the regular season, I mean, I mean, I know Bridges is hurt or got COVID, one of the two. But if we yeah. had another one, bro, I mean, I could still change, fellas. Just saying, throwing that out there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I guess the wager is, you know, whoever's right, the other person got to buy Banchan. If you don't know what Banchan is, you're missing out. I, I can't tell you here. You got to you gotta look it up and find out. 
so yeah, I think that was the um, uh, the the only thing on Cool Cats, which is pretty exciting. But the big big thing that they showed up with, and I don't know if any of y'all know about this yet, but they're with Ben Simmons. They're going with something different. They're doing a showcase challenge, and you know we just had like a showcase contest. So not to confuse it with that, but this time there's a instead of having a challenge where you know you have to get like the eight moments or the five moments that top shot is telling you to get this time you have to get specific types of moments so it doesn't it's not you're not locked into those five that they're that they're displaying they're pretty much telling you hey get any moment that meets this criteria so like an example is you know get an assist moment from this set from like you know hustle and you know and grit whatever the the, the name of the set so, is show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go get a steal moment from you know from a point guard or get a, a rare tier moment from you know series one or series two or something like that and you could choose whichever you know if you already have one bet if you don't you just go out and buy you know there might be three moments that meet that criteria so you go and you cop that one you know what i mean so uh yeah and then you know uh all you got to do is make a showcase with those moments there might be you know like nine nine you know you, you're gonna need like nine moments in your showcase and you just have it by expiration you know what i mean like uh instead of just waiting for the countdown and just holding the moments you're holding the moments in a, in a showcase and yeah i think the only thing to give it the green light is that there's some legal terms that they gotta like iron out but aside from that we might see it for ben simmons uh challenge so yeah the first thing is like well you know what are your thoughts what uh yeah bro i mean for me bro like that's super interesting right um because actually i know we had just finished the one that you were saying right which is the you get like 20 bucks if you get whatever 20 likes on your your showcase yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually didn't think that they were actually going this direction because I don't know if that's even harder for them to track since like I remember it involved using Twitter as well, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, I I get what the incentive for them is, right? It's like all right, get people to kind of post their content out of social media, right? Which is genius on their part. Yeah. Um, I, actually, when I say that out loud, that's crazy, bro. Think about that. Yeah. They said, hey, everybody, here's twenty dollars if you put your showcase out on Twitter. So let's say you have 300k users. Let's say you got a good half of those. You give twenty dollars to each and one of those people, and you might you possibly could have got a few retweets and a lot of posts, all regarding NBA Top Shot, and within the month, that's crazy, bro. Um, so yeah, if this is something they're doing moving forward, very smart Top Shot. I see you. Uh, but yeah, it sounds cool, bro. Um, one added element that you had said. I don't know if those were actual good, actually examples that you were giving, but like. You know, they're saying you need to have a rare from Series 1 and then have this and that. Like, that's that actually adds, like, an interesting component, right? Because it kind of goes back to what happens to those old moments that you could have owned, like, from months ago, right? And it might not be associated to a challenge now. Um, we've seen before that they kind of just lose value as soon as, you know, whatever. They're usually associated to a pack drop. So if you couldn't get on the pack drop, then you kind of got to buy your way into the challenge. But... The fact that it's, they're going to kind of probably include all moments, that's super dope, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, bro. And, uh, Brian, if you, you're here with us, um, I'm going to ask you, but before that, I just want to clarify that 
this one particular uh, showcase challenge, this one doesn't need any likes. Just to clarify, I, I don't know if you uh, were making, I wasn't clear in the first explanation, but this one you won't need to share with anybody. You don't, you don't need to spam anybody. You just need to have a showcase for yourself that has those moments, uh, you know, that meet the requirements, quote unquote. So, you know, I, I didn't feel too good about sharing too much. You know what I mean? Like I only, I got my 20 likes and I was, and that was it. Uh, mm -hmm. But I know people who were beasting, you know what I mean? Like, Bro, yeah. Hey, hitting you up on the you DMs on Discord and all that. Like, 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 like my showcase. <laughs> yeah, like for like, right? <laughs> it's crazy that they ended up doing that challenge too, man. Because I remember in the beginning, like when, 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 when I first found out about the showcase, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. But, but then eventually after I brought it up, you know, I honestly used it like the first three weeks. And then, then I kind of just stopped using it. And um, yeah. and now I, I I guess what they're trying to do is just get more people using it because I see the value in it. I think it's pretty cool. It's like it's almost like building your own deck, you know, or like building your own collection or like you know, kind of yeah. labeling what you think of those specific moments in that collection. So I think that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially like you're presenting a moment, right? Like that's what this whole thing is, right? You you know when I remember when you had pitched this to me, Dom. It was uh. You know, we would go over to your backyard, right? And this house, by the way, very close to happening, which I'm very happy for you, Dom. And oh, and yeah, bro, just think about it. We could be, it's going to be the summer. We're going to be having some barbecue. And then Dom would just be like, yo, look at my moments. Put it up on the big screen, you know, through Apple TV, whatever it is, Chromecast. And so, yeah, like that, like using Showcase, you're kind of doing that, right? You you kind of make a, I guess you could say like a playlist. Uh, and now again, like if you're putting it on Twitter, you're putting for the whole world to see, right? Which is the other interesting component to that. So that's a good point, uh, Shmoo. I didn't think about that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I think showcases are going to be one of those things that you can just continue to develop over time. And <clears throat> yeah, like uh, I, I think I mentioned this once before. It's like, you know, we're in the digital realm. You know what I mean? That you, you literally took like collectibles, right? And you put it digital and just doing that move gives us so many different angles like you can constantly improve this thing you know what i mean and, we, and we've seen it they, they're constantly upgrading the thing so uh yeah right now even even the things that we're thinking right now we that can be done are still probably just a fat a fraction of the things you're gonna be able to do you know what i mean like in a year from now imagine what top shot would be you know what i mean like you could probably do a lot way more things you know um yeah bro yeah so yeah, uh, the only thing I want to touch on slightly on the showcase challenge itself, uh, the thing that stood out for me is that, you know, what could we see play out in terms of the sell-off that we see at the end of uh, challenges? Currently, you know, challenge ends, everybody rushes to sell. You know, if you're, if you're on like live token or something like that, you your thing's constantly beeping because um, people are rushing to sell and th all those moments tank in price. But I think that if they make it the way that I'm thinking, which is like, you know, you could have one of six or seven moments that meet the one criteria, right? So I, you know, I'm holding say moment A and you got moment C for yours, you know what I mean? Then it's more spread out. So there's less incentives to sell off, you know what I mean? Because you might uh, meet the, the criteria with different moments than me, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think we might see some positives on the market itself when it comes to that the current situation where people go and sell off all their moments as soon as the, the thing ends 
Yeah, it won't um, be so predictable, you know? Uh, exactly yeah. what you were saying. It's like, we've seen this already. A, a cool cast pack would come out. Obviously, everybody's rushing to get it. And you just know that whatever moment you're getting in that, usually the cool cat in that pack, will probably have its highest value for like the next few months, right? Because you know it's going to be part of that challenge for sure, right? And so if you don't sell it within that time, you're practically just asking to lose money. And so with this, it's adding that kind of that flexibility, right? Where it's not specific to those moments, but meeting a criteria, right? And so you almost got to... Bro, it's super interesting. It's, it's probably going to create an incentive to get in the market, start buying moments that kind of fit that mold. Uh, again, and these are things that people can't guess. Like you said, point guard getting a steal or something. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, bro, that's awesome. I, that's I, pretty, I like, I like. It. That's pretty cool, bro. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, I guess just you know, on the cool cats topic, since we're here, we'll move on after this. Um, anyone want to take like a? Who do you who do you guys want to see as the the last cool cat? Uh, you know, player like uh, you know, we have a lot of cool cats moments already. You know, who's that one player that you're like, yo, he, he homie should get a cool cat. As the last one, Chad, thank you. Let's move. Take this one. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we have a lot. Know, right? I don't know if they've put Terrence Davis on there, but I, I like Terrence Davis, man. I, I think that he he has a bright future, and I've been following him since the beginning of the season. And hopefully, they do have a cool cast moment on him. But if they don't, yeah. they definitely should put him on. For sure. Okay, I like it, bro. Now, bro, very efficient player, bro. Um. You know, went to the Kings, and he's doing his thing, bro, so good for him. Again, he's one of those guys that, like, you know, it's kind of hard to be a 20-point-plus player in a championship-caliber team, especially when you just get drafted, you know? Right. You know, you're coming off the bench, probably getting, what, maybe 10, 15 minutes a game, so, yeah, bro, hopefully, bro. Um, He's definitely cooking me in fantasy today, bro, so I'm not necessarily <laughs> too fond about that, bro. Uh, shout out the Kings, too, man. The Kings have a lot of bright new stars, man. Jeez. Yeah, bro. They got some pieces, bro, for sure. Yeah, and especially to you, Tyrese Halliburton and shit. You know, maybe we'll have him as a guest one day. I wish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dom, for me, uh, I mean, you already know, bro. I got I got my boy Tatum, bro. Come on. My boy oh, Tatum. Wow. That's my guy, bro. Um, he was part of a Cool Cast Challenge back back in the day. It was the the Luca one, but he was like, uh, it was like his common or something that you needed mm. for but if I can have a Tatum as a reward, a nice little boop boop, you know, where he hits like a step back three or something, you know how he is, bro. Or because he has like this famous move where he likes to slide on the three, you know. He doesn't yeah. just step back; he slides to the like to the right or to the left on it. So, yeah, that's my guy, bro. I would love to see a moment from him. Yeah, bro. Like it should even, you, bro, bring one from his sixty point game at that. Mm. Because that's, again, my man's hit a franchise record, bro. Hasn't been done since Larry Bird or something like that, so. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I, I didn't think, uh, yeah, Tatum was a great pick, bro. I didn't, I didn't think you were going that route. I was expecting uh, somebody from, uh, from, from the, the Knicks. Yeah, from that plays on MSG or something. <laughs> no, bro, I mean, I think Top Shot has been doing a good job of that in terms of showing that next love, which I appreciate, you know, because Shout out well Jacob. deserved. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I don't think I have a great pick. Um, to be honest with you, I was I was gonna say, I feel like Ingram doesn't get the love. Um, I feel like he has a you know one CC and then like one one throwdown uh, moment, and I think it was from season one. I don't I don't think it was this one. Um, so yeah, I say you know Ingram's one of those dudes that's like, yeah, like he 
like he just looks cool, bro. You know what I mean? Like he has a whole a whole style to him type thing. He got a vibe, bro. Yeah. Yeah, fuck with Ingram, bro. I mean, man, if the Pelicans didn't throw him the bag, I would have gladly thrown him the bag, bro. Bro, Ingram in the Knicks. Oh yeah. My God. Oh man, <laughs> that would have been amazing, like bro. Under, like he's like underground almost. Nobody like really gives him the spotlight no more, man. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. You, you know what it is, bro? Yeah, it's there's a lot of Pelicans. players out there like Zion and just other people that that are getting the spotlight too. Yeah, I think is yeah probably you know playing with playing one playing uh in New Orleans, and then playing behind Zion type thing. Even if he scores more points on a any given day, you still you know the clout is definitely on Zion's side. You know what I mean? So, right. um, but, but he's doing his thing though. His stats are not bad at all, bro. So it's funny. Uh, he didn't even make an All Star game this year, and he had he averaged like twenty five five and five. From like forty percent from three, I mean, bro, I mean that yells all star for me, bro. Oh, he's he's hurt right now, which, um, which sucks. But my bro, it's funny. Uh, I'm in the championship in fantasy. My brother had him, so that was uh, almost like he gave me a little blessing. I hope he's actually okay and just decided to rest. And uh, yeah, Ingram's balling. And uh, speaking of baller, uh, Chris, you you had some baller status update, no? Yeah, something to talk about on that. Yeah, of course, bro. So, uh, I don't know if you guys had heard. I mean, again, by the time you guys hear this, will probably be the end of the week. Uh, so, maybe like May 14th, I believe, probably by the time the, you know, the fans hear it. Uh, but NBA Top Shot actually released something called Collector Score. And, you know, we had kind of briefly talked about this on whether, you know, if it was going to be baller status, that was going to be the, the new requirement for purchasing packs. But it seems like they made a whole different thing called Collector Score. And again, like the simple, exactly what it sounds like, the it's used to determine if you're eligible for a pack. So, so the way that it works is that, you know, uh, you know, you, there's a particular score that you have, right? Let's say 200 is like the bare minimum for like a pre-register pack. And the idea is that based off which moments you own will dictate how many points you have. And again, based off the rarity of the moment will also gauge how many points that is. So. Like we've seen, like based on they again, they have a whole blog post about it. If you guys are interested in seeing like the numbers with details about that, um, but essentially, you know, if you get like let's say a series one moment, uh, those are usually worth a lot more in terms of points in series two. And so moving forward, that's probably how the point system is going to work. Where again, kind of those throwback old school moments will clearly be worth maybe double. And so there's an incentive to kind of buy in on those if you're trying to be able to purchase the pack. Um, mm. I think it's an awesome idea. Like I thought it was, it didn't at least, especially for this last pack, it wasn't very, like, tough to get. You know what I mean? I think it was like two hundred and twenty. So again, just an example for you guys. I think if you own a series two, uh, you know, just a regular moment, like even like a common thirty-five KCC, you're looking at like twelve points each. So even if you own like twenty moments or so, that's enough to be able to get you in on some of these pack drops for like again the the high-end packs. And so, yeah, I think that's fairly fair. And again, again, it's creating that incentive so that people kind of have to go to the market to even want to be able to purchase a pack. Um, but yeah, Dom, what you thought about it, bro? I actually even heard your opinion on what you thought about it. Yeah, no, I think, you know, we knew that it had to come. They had to release something like that. And because the baller status wasn't working for that, you know, baller status is more like achievement based. Like if you think, you know, trophies and like, xbox live or something where it's like you hit yeah. the achievement exactly the points. yeah right and then you don't have to like uh, you know you can't lose the points ever but with 
you know, if you want to be able to determine a pack eligibility like that, you know, you won't be able to. You you know, if somebody sells all their moments, they're not a collector anymore. Then it's not fair that they keep the points. You know what I mean? So yeah, they definitely needed something different. Collector score makes sense. So it's like you know a, a dynamic score, if you will. Uh, yeah, I think it's dope, man. I, I think it. You know, so far it isn't. You know, just the moments you are attributing a number to them. Maybe that's not the. Maybe that's not the best. Maybe they can tweak that. But you know, no complaints. You know what I mean? Like, it, of course you want less competition to these packs because you know we out here collecting for real. You know what I mean? We're not uh, out here flipping or whatever, or just or brand new. So yeah, it helps us. You know what I mean? People that are actually collecting. So yeah, like I, like like you were saying. I think my main takeaway from it is that it kind of just separates the like we. You know, I remember when you know I heard it in the office hours. Their main goal was to kind of create an incentive for true collectors, right? And when you hear that, you're like, what does that necessarily mean? And so, yeah, now we're seeing it. You have to own moments. You know, yes, you can flip, but to a certain extent, you also, you can't be this person that just flips everything and then holds nothing, right? They're clearly creating the incentive that you have to hold these moments so that, again, you're now eligible for, like, the bigger packs. And so we already saw that, again, 220. And again, that number might not necessarily mean anything to you guys at the moment, but... I'm wondering, like, down the road, like, how how rigorous they'll make them, especially, like, we've seen, you know, $1,000 packs, right? This, that's, you know, this latest pack was $150, um, so I'm wondering, like, you know, you drop $1,000 packs, how much would that cost in terms of, like, uh, uh, collector score, you know? So, because then, again, that creates an incentive, right? We're seeing the market take a whole different shift. I'm, you know, I'm curious if that's going to even add more clout to those legendaries, you know, versus what's happening with this last throwdown pack that happened. And again, we'll get into that a bit later. Yeah, word. Yeah, no, that's a great point, bro. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you're just going to kind of wait and see, right? See what they, where, what route they take it in. But overall, I think they've been treading lightly. So, you know, they've, they've been careful with, with their moves. So. You know, n n none of the pack drops have been crazy hard to get into. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I expect them to kind of tread like that until they find a good medium. Yeah. What were we going to say, Shmoof? No, I think it's dope. I think that, that again, like, a lot, some people are doing this for money um, and not really to for the for the art of collecting and, and, like, actually enjoying this process. I think some people are just in it for the money, and I feel like that's going to help people it's gonna help reward people that are actually in this to collect, not just to make money. So, I think it's it's dope, and I think that that they, they should keep going that way. Um, and yeah, again, getting these points is, isn't easy either. Like you can get you can rack up three hundred points maybe just collecting commons and everything. But if you read like some of the challenges, you gotta purchase like a legendary pack or like a rare pack, yeah. and those give you a lot of points. And um, hell, I don't even have a legendary pack yet. Now I really want one because just buy buying one legendary pack gives you 120 points, and me per, like my account is at 360, which is crazy. Like, because I've been collecting since the beginning, but since I don't have um legendaries, I don't even I don't even think I have a rare. Um, just because of that, my, my, I'm only at 360 points, but I bet I would be like a 600 if I had like a legendary or a rare pack. Word. So I exactly. Think yeah, I mean the good news is that uh, there's some there's some rare moments out there right now that are like <laughs> sub sub sixty dollars, so it might be a chance to get that rare. Yeah, um, I'm seeing that. Yep. I'm just waiting for some of my moments to sell actually right now. I'm, I'm trying to sell some of my serious ones, some of my shitty serious ones, 
so I can just be ready for the next pack drop and and take advantage of all these uh, cheaper moments too because this market is looking sexy right now if, if you're trying to buy. Uh, I mean, Word. I don't know what you guys feel, how you guys feel about that, but uh, I'm loving I'm loving the marketplace right now. Yeah, I think maybe that would be the the best time to jump in on that. Like, uh, Dom, what you thinking about this whole market, bro? And obviously, we can touch on like you know. ROI, you know, so. Yeah, I think you know if you have a long term outlook, this you know is a great time to pick up two two dollar three dollar moments, of moments that are probably gonna get retired, anyways. Because the reality is they've shown us a little uh, hint of what they're doing. You know, anytime they drop a new moment for a new player, if they already have a a, a CC out, they usually retire it. They usually don't have you know two LeBron, for instance, CCs out. You know what I mean? They retire one, then the next one is a CC. So, you know, w with the rate of packs that they're dropping and that they're you know, that they're projecting to drop, expect that these 35K CCs that, that are, you know, 35K CC right now, that those go LE. Expect it because, you know, eventually you have to, you know, in the next two or three packs, you're going to have to drop another LeBron. You know what I mean? You're going to have to drop another... You know, you said turns, you know, Davis or something. You know what I mean? So you, all these moments that all these players that currently have a 35 KCC, like, you know, they might they're gonna go elite, and then you know, you know, if if Top Shot continues to grow long term, right? Not not in the immediate short term, but in the long term, it grows to having you know a, a million users, right? Which is still like a small fraction of the total NBA fans, right? If it goes to 1 million and you only, and you got 35,000, something out of 35,000, you know, now it looks much more valuable. You know what I mean? It looks much more scarce. Uh, again, scarcity is based on supply and demand. So, you know, if, if the demand continues to grow slowly, then yeah, take advantage of that. You're going to have to decide to buy, buy low. The next thing I want to say is on just the overall ROI, like, if you take a look at practically any moment that's been out for a while, you know, say it's been out since February or earlier than that, go look at it. Go look at the graph of it on something like Evaluate Market. It's pretty much like bottomed out. Like, you know, if we had Migi on and if he listens to this one, he, you know, he might chuckle. But, you know, we love the FIB extension, the FIB retracement tool on like TradingView. This is like a little, you know, it's a tool you use for calculating like how much you know, an asset has retraced or went back to the, you know, regressed back to the mean, if you will. Um, and, you know, some of these moments are hitting like, you know, a, you know, beautiful fib levels. Um, they, they've retraced and they've kind of bounced in this thing. I'm eyeing one particular moment, you know, since, since, since the uh, off rib, Chris, uh, you know, this one, I've been eyeing the Vince Carter moment and, yeah, if you go look at the graph for that, it's beautiful. It it it's literally sitting at a, a fib level. Like it's bounced it's bounced at this, you know, eleven to thirteen hundred level. It goes up and it comes right back down and finds support at that level. So yeah, um that's something you you know eventually you wanna do. But right now, you know, find good players, find decent moments. And yo, know, just scoop them, scoop them up slowly. You know what I mean? Anybody selling a moment like a good player, you know what I mean? If if a Tatum moment, for instance, drops to two dollars, three dollars, bro, scoop that up. Like it, it's gonna pay off in the long term when 
you know, you got these stars again, 35k, 35,000 moments, but there's a million people on here trying to get, you know, half of those trying to get a, a Tatum moment. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And I think, yeah, I think you're doing, you know, right, uh, Brian, you know, look at the market right now and be, be, you know, like Warren Buffett said, right? I mean, many investors said, you know, be fearful when others are greedy, right? When, when, when these moments was wilding out, that's when you should have been fearful. And now when people are fearful, you know, you go to general chat on Discord, you see all the fear, everybody's scared of these moments. That's when you're greedy, you know what I mean? So. I'm inspired, bro. Holy shit. Think about it, bro. Like, you stupid. <laughs> I'm in the market, bro. Um, I'm actually, sorry to cut you over. I'm learning the marketplace as you said that, bro. <laughs> you see it, right? Oh my, bro. I, you know what it is for me? I just remember what it was a couple months ago. And I'm <laughs> just like, wow. It's almost there again. And I, again, yeah. like, it's not slowing down. So, in my opinion, like, it's almost like history repeats itself. And this is where we got to, if you want to make profit, if you want to, you know, eat from the tree, you have to take chances, man. And I feel like now is the time. Like, maybe, maybe hell, sell one moment you have that's worth $100, sell it. And buy yourself t 10 moments or 15 moments that are three to three to six seven dollars and i'm telling you when, when there's a little when there's a little hype you know in, in the next month or two you're gonna see that those little moments become 10 to 20 bucks and you're gonna be a little you're gonna be a happy camper um so yeah I, I feel like that's you know i feel like there's gonna come a time where where that that's gonna happen again where the market does go up a bit and people start making a little bit of money but i feel like this is what it takes you know like it's not just doing the same thing you're, you've been accustomed to doing it's like all right now is the time where you know you buy certain things that are low instead of just staying comfortable and, and keeping everything you have you know and not changing things around they yo that one word you said there change is key you know if you want to outsmart you know I, I, chris we, you and i touched on this topic before and it was like you know the only way you get ahead is by doing something different like if if you doing if everything is a guarantee, then there is no, not you know, not no money to make. You know what I mean? So, if everybody thinks something is worth a, a lot of money and everybody goes for you know, for instance, like a challenge reward, everybody goes for the challenge reward, then you got too much supply and nobody buying. So it's like, you know, you gotta do something. You gotta kind of go against the wave. You know what I mean? If the masses are doing something, you're not gonna benefit. So, you know, you have to change things up. If the wave right now is to sell all your moments, then that's when you want to capitalize. You know what I mean? Um, you, the biggest gains that you're gonna make is going against the masses, and you gotta you gotta be able to adapt. And you know, before one one of the things that we kept saying before was that you can keep getting return on your investment by just buying a pack. As as, as simple as buying a pack, you know gets you your money back plus more and i think honestly you know when that's the sen the sentiment across the board everybody goes for a pack you know what i mean they release enough packs that like you know uh that you know top shot folds if you will and they release enough packs that it floods the market then you know then you start seeing the counter to that right now you're seeing i think we just had the throwdowns you know series two come down and i think this might have been the first pack dropped by top shot that didn't automatically get you your money back plus more 
like it's it was it's a hundred percent that you could have bought this pack got like uh you know like a mantras arrow you know and shout out to mantras a good player and all that but like his moment was not selling and you get like sixty dollars for that so you spent one, uh, 150 you get sixty dollars off a uh, mantras and then you get a few other you know you get five other common moments that are that could have been you know three dollars five dollars each so this 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 was probably the first moment and i don't think it's happened to any pack as far as i can recall if you go back you know every pack was easy as soon as you get that pack you could sell one moment and make you know the pack back if you will yeah yeah it was, it was easy math bro. it didn't matter who it was um again we're talking about a nine dollar pack yeah you said it best we're nine dollar pack uh guaranteed money a hundred percent of the time you could have got three of literally the i guess cheapest moments on the from that pack and you would still walk out with even like a two dollar profit at worst so yeah bro. yeah bro this was um yeah that's what led me to tweet last night i, I was like i'm calling it right now dollar moments will be a thing by either the ending of this month or early next month for sure bro we're already hovering at three three dollars minimum ready and we last week was five i remember yeah. i was just you know scooping up four was like the steal scooping up ones and twos are now the steal again and soon enough ones are just going to be the norm now again for like the bottom i guess you can say yeah bro this is this is interesting bro because again it kind of comes back to what you're saying right which is like and something that we've been preaching for months now uh, this market again, uh, since they're you know they're adding so much supply over time, right? We're looking at what we which is the moments matter, right? You can't just buy anything and now you're just like you know like big little shout out to my little nephew. He he today he well yesterday he goes, oh bro, uh, this these base set packs are gonna make me rich, mm. and uh, and I was like I was like how so? He goes. I was like, oh, it's simple, you know, like the collectibles, you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, I got a Series 2 moment. And I was like, that's valid, right? Like, you know, fast forward a few years from now, um, you know, some of these base 2 moments could be worth a lot of money. But the reality is, like you said, right, you mentioned Montrez, right? And I get nothing against Montrez, but like, uh, you know, we could give an example of like a, play a player that only plays 10 minutes all their career, right? They pay 10 minutes every every season. Those moments are going to make you rich. That doesn't make any sense, right? Mm -hmm. Why would a third stringer, right, in the NBA be worth thousands of dollars on NBA Top Shot? That just, you know what I mean? That that doesn't seem sustainable or reasonable. So mm -hmm. it's clearly heading in the direction, like you were saying, a player like Vince Carter's, you know, last shot in the NBA, not his first shot, last shot in the NBA, has mm -hmm. found, a, like you were saying, uh, a support point, right, where even with this crazy shift in the market, you know, it still somehow holds. And why is that? Because the moment is worth is actually worth something. And yeah. people are genuinely buying it and like willing to play play the pay the premium price that it's worth. So yeah, bro. Um like you said, you know, obviously if you see those Tatums, and again, this is not financial advice, if you catch those Tatums low, I mean, we're talking about twenty three year old that could be the best Celtic of all time, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right now it just seems like, oh, you know, he's 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 good. But again, are you here for the long term or are you here for the short term? So either way, bro, so many thoughts come to mind. Almost when I just start talking about it, I'm just like, I'm like on speed. But like, I want to hear your take on it, Shmoof, because I know like when we first got into market, you and I used to text a lot about like, yo, 
who you think is gonna is gonna blow up and that's how you know you came you have like that's actually how you told me about terence davis so yeah exactly um i so i randomly found terence davis and and i started researching him and i'm like whoa wait this guy is, seems pretty good you know like i ended up he, he had at the time that i found him he didn't have that many games so he like i usually go on google and i look at stats but i, I couldn't do anything off of his stats but when I saw his highlights on YouTube, I was like, wow, I'm going to hold on to this guy. And mind you, at the moment, he was worth like, what, like $3 or something? And dude, it's, it's, the market is low right now, right? And he's, and last time I checked, he was going for 153 that moment that I have from Terrence Davis. Sure. Is, is that 153? And to me, that's crazy because, you know, I honestly thought that it was going to be pretty low. And then, yeah, he's still pretty, like, that moment is still pretty expensive. Um, and there's a lot of players like that, bro. Like, you know, it's not just Terrence Davis. It's, there's dozens of players that, that we, like, for example, when you got Julius Randle for a dollar. Like, yeah, bro. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> you, told me, you, told me, you told me, bro, and I, and, I, and I picked one up for $2. And then a week later, I bought him again. I was like, whatever, I'm buying him again. He was $19 a week later. And then now he's like at 260 And it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me, bro, like how... How you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, no one knew that the Knicks were going to have the season that they're having. And so, yeah, that's bro. the beauty of this. It's, it's, it's just like any other market. You don't know what's going to happen until things just happen and events take place. And that's the beauty of it. That, that's why it's so good. That's why it's such, such a great investment to buy something that's just cheap. Like, something that you know is low. Um, and obviously, we've been following this market from the beginning. So, so we know was really low or what's you know what we should maybe should stay away from so the fact that the market you know like today i'm gonna be honest like i just bought i bought a couple of moments like i bought i bought a rj barrett dunk for four dollars i bought a emmanuel quickly like a handles moment for six dollars i bought a Google yeah. dunk for four dollars a miles bridges for five a quiet learner for six and then a kyrie irving for eight i remember dying to buy a kyrie irving moment when they were like eight hundred nine hundred dollars, and now I'm like so happy because I have like two Kyrie Irving moments. So yeah, man, I, I'm telling you, like I, I think again, I think it's gonna happen again where the market goes up a bit, and it's just awesome that we got that second chance again. So yeah, man, I, I think that it's it's great when you're looking at these uh, low moments, yeah. low price moments. Hearing you say this, bro, um, actually like brings a smile to my face because again like history repeats itself right mm -hmm. and obviously you know dom has actually been a bit of advocate of this it's almost like he's like a, an economist uh he uh he's been saying this that we'll, we won't see what happened on february 23rd again we won't see that happen again oh but who knows right I'm, you know i'm still i'm still the the optimist in me is hoping that it does right um but He's, you know, the 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 fact that we are turning back in that direction, we're going back to the other moments. And yes, it might not ever ever hit February twenty third again, but uh, you know, if it eventually just it should start, you know, three xing again or two, like again, like especially from dollar moments, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, and then where everything is just gonna be blowing up again, and like you know, Top Shot has to go into to main. It's like, yeah, bro, it's gonna be fun, bro. It's gonna be fun to see where this goes, and like you know, if Hayes was here, and or you know, he would immediately say, "Yo, playoffs are coming." And the reality to basketball is that there's times, you know, 
it's a, you know, I'm an enthusiast and I watch it throughout the year, but the reality is the real sales and come during playoffs, right? Finals. That's when like viewership for spikes are like crazy. So imagine like NBA, like imagine during the NBA finals, they have like an NBA Top Shot commercial or something like that, bro. Like it's like a top shot could even find the money to squeeze that in, bro, or you know some way to squeeze that in. Like, just think about that, bro. Like you're this. I, I'm sure that if this finals is fire, like they got like I don't even want to say nets. Bro. Actually, if, yeah, let me yeah, yeah let me just jump in to yeah, say yeah, of course. that you know uh, actually shout out to Steven uh, at TV. At TV brought something up today. I don't know if you guys t- took a look, but the. Uh, the what are they called? The uh, what the hell? The, uh, the Hornets, I'm bugging yes. out. The Hornets. Sorry, I've been drinking, bro. As as, as we're you're recording, <laughs> you're fine, man. Yeah, I feel a little nice. Uh, so yeah, the Hornets uh, just announced that on May thirteenth, they're gonna do you know give out pretty much an NFT for showing up. Maybe maybe it's just the ticket, you know, the ticket as an NFT, which by the way is fire, but. Just so you, uh, I looked into the details, and on top of it being, you know, like a cool NFT, and, and NBA getting into NFT game type thing, it's built on Flow blockchain as well. So uh, that leads me to believe that this is probably uh, like an introduction, maybe not the whole NBA, right? But maybe it is the NBA. That's obviously the team wants to do something. They kind of have to check off with the NBA. You know, I I don't think the team, you know, the Hornets could just do something like that without, you know, NBA getting some some action and some kind of whatever. So uh, I'm assuming that, you know, they gave the okay, And I think this is probably uh, just like a a taste, you know what I mean, of bringing the NFTs and a team that you already know, obviously, because you know them through, you know, the success of Top Shot into actual NBA games and things like that. So... I'm gonna go on the record here and say that this is this thing that's happening on May 13th with the Hornets is big news. It doesn't seem like it right now because it's just a little, you know, it's a little taste of what's actually gonna happen. And I can't say exactly what's gonna happen, obviously, but I can speculate. Like, listen, I'm sure this is NBA looking at the NFTs and saying, okay, this thing is blowing up. You know, it's making us money, and how do we capitalize on this? Let's test it out with something like a ticket. You know what I mean? Let's t- test it out with a ticket first and then continue to look at that and w- watch them make money off of that and realize, oh, this thing is for real. And so, yeah, I think you might be on the money, man. Maybe they're setting this up so that during the playoffs, they could make some kind of announcement. You know what I mean? But they want to make sure everything squares out legally, marketable, that it works, that fans are into it and all that. And so, yeah, well, we might just, again, we, this might be the calm before the storm type shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. You got me. I'm bro. I'm Yeah, bro. So, yeah, I mean, aside from, uh, uh, you know, picking up any dollar moments for two reasons. One, you know, we expect them to, you know, be worth more in the future. If you can catch a dollar moment, two dollar moments. But also remember trade tickets. You can convert any moment that you have into a trade ticket, which like gives you, you know, uh, a currency for buying Series One reserve packs once that comes out. Um, but aside from those moments, uh, should our viewers be or our listeners be looking out for any, you know, quote unquote sleepers in the market right now? What you think, Chris? 
I got one for you as usual, bro. Um, I'm gonna try to give you some heat. The mm. one that I found recently, just kind of just playing around with the market, was this Gary uh, Gary Trent moment. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know, but he was traded from the Blazers to the Raptors, and he immediately had an impact, balling out, bro. Uh, and he actually has like a fairly cheap moment right out right now in the moment. I think it's like a 35 KCC. Um, and actually, it's 12 KLE. I take that back. Mm. And it was a game winner over the Wizards. And I remember seeing that moment and I was like, man, you know, like this is what happens when you put a baller in a team that's just like, here you go, do your thing, score, right? Because you got to think about it, right? Like, uh, you know, him and the Blazers, right? He kind of had to be, I guess you could say the third guy behind Damon CJ. And Damon CJ take a lot of shots, bro, right? At the end of the day, there's only, the ball can only be passed around as much, right? So he kind of has to take a step back. You know, the Raptors are very interesting in that sense where they're really into, like, spreading the ball. And it's not, like, one dominant score. It's, like, very spread out in terms of, like, team performance. And, yeah, bro, he's really taking the mantle in terms of, like, being one of their top scorers. And so, yeah, bro, definitely don't miss out. The moment is fire. Um, I don't know. I remember if you actually if you go look at it, he kind of, like, either this dude that was trying to guard him flopped. Or Gary Trent decked him. Either way, bro, the whole sequence to it was fire. Like, it, it bro, check he it flopped. out. Yeah, it was a flop, but I think it almost turned into a fight a little bit, actually. The homeboy that, that got that threw mm-hmm. himself, like, started wilding out afterwards. But uh, I think it was Neto or whatever. But either way, yo, uh, not financial advice, but that's definitely a moment that I already jumped on. And, again, Dom bro. and Shumov, yeah, shit as well. As, as you're speaking, Masha is pending right now. Order status pending. I'm looking at <laughs> it. I have no, I, I no dapper balance. So. Uh, you know, I won't say it till I see success. Oh, and we got success, baby. I got an eight, 1873 cereal at the 12K. Wasn't he the one that one. had like this funny interview after a game where he was kind of like, not boasting, but he, nah, I don't think it was him actually. Uh, that's Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Oh, that was Cole Anthony. Okay. Yeah, he's hilarious, bro. Um, I, I fuck with Cole Anthony, bro. Um, and he actually was on a live stream for Top Shot one, so. Oh, that's no nice. shot. Yeah, bro. Shout out Cole Anthony. Shout out Gary Trent. Um, yeah. So I think you know that covers a lot of top shot news, uh, updates. I uh, you know, smooth. Now that we have you here, bro. I actually, you know, I came across this thing with horses and stuff, but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. You know, too much. Um, but it sounds like you actually got into this other uh, NFT. That invo- involves horses and shit. Uh, <laughs> can you? Uh, what is this thing that you? Th- just well, you know me, talk- man. I, I'm always looking around for craziness, man. And um, <laughs> nah, so you brought it up like about oh, two to three weeks ago. I'm not 100 percent sure, but <laughs> the the website is called Z.Run, okay. and it's basically a website where you know it's like online horse race gambling and you know you're you're gambling on virtual horses and like uh uh and you're like betting money online but but the cool thing is and i guess where where this is different is that you can have your own horse you can have your own horses you can have your own stable like and you can breed horses like you can buy horses on openc.io so you can get horses as long as you have ethereum i mean i've seen horses going for like you know, like five hundred. The cheapest horse that I saw was like five hundred and sixty dollars uh, in Ethereum, and um, the most expensive one that I saw was I think it was like 
$27,000 in Ethereum. And then I heard or I read online that um that somebody actually sold a horse for $125,000. And uh, that another person This is a digital horse, an NFT yes, horse. A digital. And somebody sold a stable for 250 something dollars. Um, yeah, the digital horse needs a digital stable. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and, fire. But that's the cool thing. Like you, you can have these horses on on their website, but you can also sell them on OpenSea as a regular NFT. And obviously, you know, it's like it's an investment. And these horses, they make you money. And the cool part is, is like you, you could have the best horse, um, but they, they they have a lifespan. So they have, I think, a total of like two uh, thousand and thirty races in them. So they can't race more than 2,030 races. Uh, after they reach the, their, their maximum race count, you can't use them anymore. And I guess the reason they did that is because you you know, you know breed horses and, and some some horse, like depending on their genetics and depending on their on their race and their class, they, 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 they're faster, they're, they're, you know, they win more. Um, and that's the cool thing, like depending on how rare they are, and depending on their bloodline and the generation, um, what the fuck, bro? They, you, you, that determines like their speed and their success rate and their wins. Bro, think about that. You said it yourself. A horse sold what 125k or something like that. Just thinking about buying a digital horse that actually dies. Yeah. As well, bro. Hold on. Pause. Pause right now for a second, because I just want to say, what as you're talking, I went to check how much. Do I have to? Uh, how much does it cost to buy a real life racing horse, bro? I'm looking right now. It's cheaper. Yo, I could buy <laughs> Tiza Magician, whatever her name is. I could, I could literally buy a horse from Santa Anita right now with with trained and everything for less than that NFT horse that you just said, bro. See, and what they're missing what? this, and what they're That's... missing in that run is like the, you gotta feed these horses, bro. Even if they're virtual, and, 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 no, they don't have that. That's not fair. Because in real life, you gotta feed those horses. But uh, imagine <laughs> they add something where you gotta actually feed them too. I mean, it'll be a scam, but it'll add, yeah. you know, it'll add some personality to it. But yeah, bro, um, it's crazy. Like yesterday, I was looking at it. It's funny now. <laughs> yesterday, I was looking at the total users on the website, and it was yeah. at seven thousand five hundred and forty-one when I was online. Pretty right enough. now it's almost at nine thousand, bro. So people are are jumping in on this, bro. I'm telling you, it, it's something yeah. that it's something worth looking into. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be on top of when they're gonna do the next drop for horses because yeah, I, I almost want to get in on it. I want to see how to go about it because hey, bro, you know, if I can afford a horse, let me know, bro. I would love one, bro. Yo, I want to get a horse, but I don't want to waste fucking two thousand, ten thousand dollars on one. Like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. Let's see, I, man. Let, let's see how, how when this next drop comes. Let's see if we can get our hands on one. Yeah, well, we we could breed our horses, bro. Making go as aguetes. Uh yeah, that sounds dope. To be honest with you, um, you know, I didn't think I would be into horse racing, but you know, one of uh, one day, I think maybe a year ago, uh, shout out to Joe from Pipe Drive, bro. Um, he, yeah, bro, he he put me on. We we watched some Kentucky Derby and we we fun, put right? some put up a few dollars out and yeah bro just betting like five dollars on like Pink Majesty or something and uh, you know we won a few rounds it was exciting as hell so I could see it even more exciting if you if you know if you're actually owning 
the horse and breeding it and putting in work on it you know what i mean so pretty dope uh, nfts are again nfts is digital shit just the beginning you know what i mean this is the fellas. And we're part yeah, of bro. I'm so excited. Yeah, bro. Excited for it all. Like, you know, Shmoo definitely keep us updated on, on Zed Run. Um, I'm right. definitely trying to get on that. Again, I'm looking right now, too expensive for me. But yeah, again, crazy. like you said, maybe that, that entry or, you know, entry barrier might get a little lower. No, we're going to get into this. I'm telling you, we're going to get in this. Watch. We're going to figure out a way. I'm trying to breathe top shot moments, bro. I'm trying to, they, I'm to get on that. Breed LeBron and fucking Luca, nigga. <laughs> get some crazy shit, bro. But I'm gonna be, God. <laughs> I'm going to feel more Dominican, you know? I'm going to feel like, oh, man, I got some horses now. I can talk to my dad now about owning. Oh, shit. Facts. Like, yeah, that's true, bro. Imagine explaining an NFT horse to your Dominican dad, bro. Imagine getting him hooked on this shit. Like, him start betting and start buying horses, too. <laughs> oh, no. Cocodrilo. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Actually, to even finish it on a, on a funny note like that, yo, if y'all had to name your digital horse, what would you call it? Let's start with you, Shmo. Oh my god, bro. You know what I'm gonna name my horse. I gotta hear it, bro. G Hamlet, bro. You already know. Hey. The, the G silent, bro. G Hamlet. That's fire. I like it. Dom? I, I got no clue, bro. I, I, I named my horse Tesla, bro. <laughs> I, I like it, though, that, bro. Yeah, that shit runs on. Uh, on Ethereum. Yeah, on A yeah, exactly. <laughs> he runs on Ethereum. <laughs> on, on Doge. She runs on Doge. She runs on Doge. Yeah. I mean I already I already had told you this one, but you know, for anybody who used to watch SpongeBob back in the day, I would definitely name my mystery. Hey. Um so yeah, bro. Um either way we let's get on that. Um but yo, yo you know, I'm gonna close it out here, fellas. Yo, I I promise you listeners, I will get better at ending episodes. This one will not be awkward. So yo, Shmoove, yo, bro, thank you for always being on, bro. Whenever, you know, we just kind of hit you up last minute, bro. I appreciate you. Always, brother, always. That's what I'm here for. And yo, Dom, yo, bro, always a pleasure to working with you, bro. Like, same here. Another fire one. Yeah. NFT City, peace. Easy. And again, yo, be sure to subscribe, like, whatever. End of the deal.